Can you feel the energy? Come with me. Let's push it to the limit. Good evening, Houston, USA. Good morning, London, England. Good afternoon, Brisbane, Australia. G'day, world. Soft underbelly. This show is not for the namby pamby mummies boys of safe places. This show is for the gut strong, the staunch patriotic men and women of the USA, those who support the Constitution and the rule of law. This is where we dissect domestic and international news that impacts the USA with a solid dose of raw, blunt, unfiltered opinion. This is the fastest 30 minutes on any radio. Strap yourself in. And welcome to all you gut-strong, staunch patriots out there. I really appreciate you guys listening live or in archives. Thanks so very much. Yes, this is the fastest 30 minutes on any radio. But as always, we're going to go over the 30, I'm sure. But thanks so much for the positive input and the feedback from listeners within the US and from offshore as well. Especially the global feedback we got on a clip last week that we did on chemtrails. Uh, direct messages from people on that one. And one guy on Twitter wanted it to go viral. So it's got a great, a very positive response. So OBFSU is the abbreviation of our big fat soft underbelly which essentially refers to the vulnerability of America while foreign enemies plot against the US with the sole intent of destroying us the worst thing of all is our very own enemy within the deep state the DC corporation the deranged left wing commie groups the Takia infested Islamists along with the elected elite on both sides of the aisle self-serving gutless GOP and deceitful Democrats bought and paid and encouraged by crooked lobbyists while concealed and covered for by the mean slime media. All of these vile vermin are the enemy within. And on our website you can find more links to our Twitter page, links to this Spreaker site, links to iTunes, links to iHeart, where the podcasts are listed, and on SoundCloud, where there's a selection of topic clips extracted from various shows, along with a link to my email address. Go to the website, www.obfsu.com, obfsu.com. I'm totally independent, very proud, and I'm legally vetted immigrant U.S. citizen. Every right to be here, every right to speak my opinion, and enough chit-chat. We're here for a workout. As always, 
As always, a courtesy reminder to those listening live in the Spreaker chat. I make no apologies whatsoever for not interacting with you good folk in the chat room during the show because I'll be going full on doing what I love, and that's sharing domestic and international news that impacts our republic while focusing on a bit of an in-your-face type of commentary. And as with every show, we'll now stop and we'll take a few minutes to pray for our military, our troops, our veterans, and their families. And once the prayer is complete, we'll then dive directly into the show. troops and our veterans abroad and at home. We remember those serving and those who have served, those who have dedicated their lives to protecting our people, our republic, our freedoms. We pray for those stationed near and far. We pray for them to be protected and preserved wherever they are. Please help us to let them know how much we truly appreciate their service. Allow us the opportunities to care for them, to encourage them, to embrace them. Please hear us now as we silently pray for those who have served our nation, for those who are serving our nation, and for those who have sacrificed so much. Please pray for them. Amen. Facebook Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg appeared before the Senate's Commerce and Judiciary Committees back in April of this year to discuss the data privacy and the Russian disinformation on his social network. And of course we recall how Communist Zuckerberg allowed Facebook to provide user data to at least 60 major device manufacturers over the last several years, including Apple, Amazon, BlackBerry, Microsoft, Samsung, just to name a few. But it was all part of the commies' desire to use privacy information to influence and to impact our elections, as well as to allow corporations to target prospective clients. Now, the reason I raise this topic is purely and simply to ask this question. As with all of the dog and pony DC cesspool hearings, when did we ever see anyone being brought to account? The entire circus and charade is a piss-and-wind occasion for spineless political pussies to get their five-second soundbite out into the media so that their long-suffering constituents can see what they are working at, when in fact work is the last thing they're doing. So to my question, Zuckerberg has been, and Zuckerberg has not answered all of the questions. 
Zuckerberg will not answer all of the questions. Zuckerberg has left the stage. Bring on the next act. Now, given the bare raw facts as I know them, Zuckerberg, a.k.a. Facebook, could have been charged on a multitude of matters pertaining to privacy. But because they had their spin doctors and their palm-greasing operatives working overtime, it's almost like a severe hurricane has hit the town, but there's been no damage whatsoever. Take the Apple Corporation, for example. Their company relied on private access. Now, did you hear that? Their company relied on private access. Apple relied on private access to Facebook data to allow users to post on the social network without opening the Facebook app. The various manufacturers were able to access the data of the user's friends without their explicit consent as well. All of this, in fact, despite Big Brother Facebook beating their chest and declaring that they would not let outside companies access user data. An out-and-out lie. Facebook contended that the device makers were not outside users, so they were allowed to go further because of that. And get this one, guys, get this. These outside manufacturers obtained data about Facebook's users' friends, even those who have denied Facebook permission to share information with any third parties. Several former Facebook software engineers and IT security experts said that they were surprised at their ability to override sharing restrictions. This is a little like having a locksmith put locks on your house and then that very same locksmith goes and gives keys to all, all of your friends so that they can then come to your home and rummage about through your stuff without having to actually ask permission to do so. Regardless of the fact that Facebook has been shown to be completely negligent, completely careless, completely unprofessional, completely irresponsible, neglectful and totally remiss on a multitude of privacy issues that have been laid bare for all to see, there has not been one ounce of accountability. No charges have been laid. The PR spin doctors and the palm greasers have won again. And once again, the populace of not just the USA, but the entire world have been screwed by big corporate corruption. Topic, Oprah 2020. Now, I've witnessed several online discussions on this topic. Unfortunately, at this time, I'm going to stand on the toes of some of my better mates. However, in saying that, these same folk will know better than to dismiss me as we're all open-minded patriots. We're wishing for the best for our republic. But on this topic of Oprah, there's a myriad of reasons to go one way or another, I guess. But to me, complacency by those on the right in U.S. politics, along with independents, those like myself, need to take any suggestion and all suggestions that Oprah will throw her name in the 2020 presidential process seriously, right? You need to take it seriously because if you're not worried about her being involved, then I suggest you may be a little bit out of touch with the mood out there because Oprah's protesting and oh, the not me games, they don't really wash with me, I'm afraid. You all know the debauched, the valueless, the ill-informed, the non-thinkers, the brainwashed mindset within the U.S. society right now. You know the dumbasses that are out there, especially the radical liberal loons who are still festering after the loss of their great white Arkansas crime leader, Hillary Clinton. Well, they all hang their hats. In the voting sense, they'll hang their hats on anything and anyone who is not an old white heterosexual. And Oprah is a precise and a very tight fit for the abnormality that the left screams for. Now, at this time, I must uh, 
must uh, put this point out. I know a little bit about her family. Her father, Mr. Vernon Winfrey, he actually cut my hair for some six years when I lived in Nashville. Now, that man was an absolute gem of a gentleman, and I would never share any of the chats that we had. I valued and respected that guy immensely. And I recall one sunny Saturday afternoon sitting on the front porch of his store. It was just two old guys shooting the breeze across the street from his initial shop, where we spent a bunch of time chatting. He's a very special person. But back to Oprah and the 2020 election. Should she, she be persuaded to actually put her name forward? Firstly, this. Oprah is a female. Check that box. Secondly, Oprah is black. Check that box. Thirdly, Oprah is a lesbian. Check that box. In addition to that, Oprah is a racist. Check that box. Fourthly, Oprah is a celebrity. Check that box. And in the 2016 election, the barrier was broken where a non-politician came through in the form of Donald J. Trump. As much as I support and want President Trump to continue to occupy the Oval Office, I would have to say that if anyone could beat Trump, it's Oprah Winfrey. The commie-cuddling, muzzy-loving leftist losers will ignore any and every defect that Oprah has. They will enable and embrace her with every breath they take. There will be no stopping them. This nation is sadly in a very dark place right now. And I'm serious when I say this, guys. I ask any of you listening who can provide a solution to this, please email me. The email link's on our website, obfsu.com. I don't need any abuse or denigration either. I just merely and I respectfully seek and ask for your honest opinions because right now, if there's a way to stifle this Oprah possibility, then we need to address it immediately and directly before it gains any more momentum than it has. Topic. Soros midterm involvement. Now, as it is with so much of the workings of the upper levels of our DC cesspool, the DC Corporation, to any half comatose normal human being, you have to wonder how do the likes of George the Satanic Saurus continue to wander freely and play with the adjudication and operation of our elections and the results therein. I will not politely describe him as a liberal billionaire. He's nothing more and nothing less than pure evil, satanic wickedness and evil, a revolting, disgusting, low-life mongrel. However, aided and abetted by those in the elected office on both sides, both sides, simply because Septic Soros has bankrolled their election campaigns with significant donations and bribes. They say nothing. The elected elite say nothing. Yes, Soros openly and blatantly targets battleground elections in a variety of ways. He's the only individual funding a political action committee established by a group of anti-Trump organizations that are targeting infrequent voters in three battleground states for the November midterms. All right, they're targeting infrequent voters in three battleground states. And Soros has got personal goals of increasing the electorate by 10 million voters. 10 million. We have the Center for Community Change, Planned Parenthood Votes, Colour of Change PAC and the good old SEIU, the Service Employees International Union, all working their way there to target the infrequent voters. These people of colour, young people, women, in an attempt to get them to the polls. And their initiative is called Win Justice Campaign. Their focus will be on the battleground states of Florida, Michigan and Nevada, all of which have been closely contested in the Senate races previously. Now, this scurrilous Soros coalition, it plans to reach two and a half million voters as part of the campaign. 
And if you ever want advice on how to manipulate elections, just call the maggot George Soros. They're using digital organization. They're training the usual U.S. haters on how to knock on doors and how to mobilize voters. And they're enhancing and enabling peer-to-peer texting. The treacherous and the duplicitous left, the communists and the Islamic filth, used to get worked up about the CIA's involvement and interference in foreign elections. They often got upset over John Brennan's CIA meddling in years gone by, the dastardly mischief that they continue to try and conceal. But the low-life liberal left see no wrong in conniving, in manipulating, and in subverting our elections. Be warned, America, be warned. Topic, Obama coup. The coup that's being orchestrated by Hussein Obama, Valerie Jarrett, and his gangsters, it continues in a variety of ways. And one such way is their new Twitter account that's out there. It's just been launched. And I ask you guys to check it out for yourselves. This Twitter account is called Onward Together. And on their Twitter bio page, there's a link to their website. I think it's onwardtogether.org. But whatever, you'll see the the website uh, link on, on their bio on the Twitter page. This is a combined Hillary Clinton and Hussein Obama project. And it's all part of the ongoing incessant efforts to remove Trump from the Oval Office. And if the Republicans think that they can coast to the line this midterm, you guys need to think again. This is a very well-funded, very professionally presented vehicle. However, if you check out some of the topics that are already aired on the site, you'll quickly see that these are obsessed and dangerous beings. Their primary goal seems to be to take control of both houses. And that way, they have a clean field ahead of them to be able to impeach President Trump. Now, being the lawless left, they will not need an illegal act committed by Trump to have him removed. They will manufacture whatever is necessary to do so if they have the majority in the houses. And they then circumvent all constitutional and procedural rules and they'll install the one and only Kenyan mongrel and or Cankles Clinton and or both. Wake up. Okay, topic. Traitor McCain. This guy, this guy McCain, I tell you, vile. Once again today, McCain has seen fit to further undermine President Trump with his production of an extended press release that was put out today on Trump's Putin meeting. Now, McCain is virtually hysterical that a shooting war isn't going to be started any time soon between US and Russia. And as with all of McCain's other sordid, sleazy, seditious actions, this wretched worm has been on the payroll of the mighty military-industrial complex, McCain's offshore accounts, McCain's trust funds, McCain's assets. They've been built on a foundation of ill-gotten gains from the palm greasers at the military-industrial complex. But those ill-gotten monetary gains haven't been solely from the military machine either. The corrupt Clinton cartel have paid McCain handsomely for his involvement in not just the dossier dirt. McCain is best buddies with his sister political whore Clinton, and both are at the top of the D.C. deep state food chain. Within the dark and deceptive world that is the D.C. cesspool, the deep state, there is the ability through marketing and through fuzzy press releases, through manufactured and contrived chronicles and storylines that can ensure that a weeping carbuncle can be portrayed as a picture of vibrant health and purity. 
For decades, the appearance and the exterior facade of John McCain has been promoted and disseminated as this maverick, as this rebel, as this nonconformist, as this individual who sticks his neck out for US citizens. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. Nothing could be further from the facts. And that relates to the historical track record of one heinous, scandalous, odious being going right back to his betrayal of his fellow POWs in Vietnam. One of the many propaganda paths that McCain has taken is to promote himself as this amazing person capable of solution with his oft-used phrase of hands across the aisle. The utter truth of that oft-used phrase of hands across the aisle is in fact a sadly negative and destructive description of his very own behaviour. Yes, this vile creature has often had his hands across the aisle. He has been holding hands across the aisle to the extent that this corrupt, conniving creep has had his hands so far across the aisle that he's actually been working with and working for the enemies. And I say international and domestic enemies. Enemies, international and domestic. He has got no compunction to work with and work for leftist Democrats. He's worked for and he's worked with communist regimes. He's worked for and he's worked with Islamic filth. He's worked for and with any number of groups that have been directly opposed to the USA. And he's worked for one person and he's worked for one person only. His own septic, self-serving, hateful self. It would be hard to find a male with the high levels of bitterness, the acrimony, the animosity and the rotten resentment that runs through the bilious body that is McCain. But let's fast forward to today, all right? Let's come forward to today. Wicked and deceitful McCain is supposedly dealing with brain cancer. He's also totally anti-Trump as a Republican. He loathes Trump as much as I loathe McCain himself. A more reprehensible ratbag he'd be hard to find. McCain has used his brain cancer illness and a suspect foot injury. Yes, the foot injury with a photographic proof showed that it was as false as false when he forgot which foot was supposed to be the injured one. And they had his boot placed on the wrong foot. But yes, he's used his brain cancer and the foot distraction to disrupt and to undermine the progress of the Trump agenda through the Senate by either voting against Trump, as with Obamacare repeal, or just being absent from the place of voting. But the one thing that McCain's brain cancer and foot injury has not stopped is for this vile vermin to continue to publicly comment in adverse and antagonistic manner on matters that President Trump is working on. McCain seems to have the energy and the fire to toss his hostile, harmful hate and be as unfavorable and as difficult as possible, making press releases all the time, negating Trump's efforts. On top of a myriad of maggoty actions against the US, you have more recently had your grubby, sweaty paws all over the DNC Soros-contrived dossier to assail, to attack and to assault the character of our president. And stepping back prior to President Trump, a non-widely publicised issue that you were deeply involved in was your own associate's involvement in aiding and abetting Lois Lerner's IRS efforts to rein in conservative political groups. McCain's own despicable staff director, Henry Kerner, stated to Lerner and stated to her IRS goons that the solution was to audit so many that it becomes financially ruinous. Can you imagine that? McCain's team is advising Lois Lerner and the IRS to target conservative groups and audit them as many as you can until it is 
it becomes financially ruinous. There is no special place in hell for someone of your ilk, McCain. I will say to this to you, John McCain, you need to do this nation a favour. Either get the hell out of D.C. or do your job. If you're so unwell, then resign immediately. Most of all, shut your vile verbal vomit off. And if that's impossible for you to do because of the septic, seething septicemia that oozes within yourself, you are no patriot. You're a disgusting, vile disgrace. Topic. John Brennan. Now, if you heard the, the, the broadcast last week, I had a go at Brennan in their broadcast last week. And, and basically tonight, what I'm going to do is refresh your memory here. And uh, I'll apologize to those that have heard it, but there'll be some people that haven't heard it. I'm going to play the clip of last week's broadcast relating to John Brennan. And then I've got some punching to do at the end of it. Topic. John Brennan. One of the most heinous, triple-faced felons within the seditious Obama regime gangster cartel was and is John Brennan. Now, can you actually believe it? Another silly question from Billy, okay? I was going to ask you if you were surprised to know that the U.S. government, the most elite and powerful government on the planet, had a full-blown communist and an Islamic piece of filth as their CIA chief. America had the most despicable and the most dis dis dastardly dirtbag as their CIA leader in John Brennan. And ever since Donald Trump was elected as our president, this obsessed piece of gutter gunge, Brennan, has used every avenue possible to hinder and to break the Trump administration by a full-on attack on a variety of fronts, just because he got this personal obsession and hate against President Trump. Brennan has no compunction whatsoever to come right out of his concealed, sniveling hiding place, and he now attacks President Trump full-on and head-on, publicly and personally. The, la the latest diatribe that was foisted in the public arena by this anti-US vermin Brennan, this was addressed directly at our president. He said, you are to governance and politics what Bernie Madoff was to the stock market and investment advice. The two of you share a remarkably unethical ability to deceive and manipulate others, building potency schemes to aggrandize yourselves. Truth and justice ultimately, ultimately caught up with Bernie. That's his tweet. Well, as usual, these people on the left, these commies, these Muslims, these absolute socialist snakes, they absolutely go right at it and they say or criticize Trump for exactly what they're doing themselves. He says in there that Trump has this remarkable ability, unethical ability, to deceive and manipulate others. That's what this piece of crap Brennan has been doing for the entire time he was in as a CIA chief and before that. There is part and parcel of the U.S. today, but never in the history of this mighty republic has any president been so publicly denigrated Never has any U.S. president been so harshly maligned. Never has a president been so severely slandered. And, and who by? Who by? Yes, members of our own intel family. Members of our U.S. intel family have been the biggest and harshest critics, uh, critics of our president. Lumping this Brennan mongrel in with those who have already been exposed through their abusive emails, those in the FBI, it stares the populace. Those of us who are objective and thinking, it shines right in our face. 
the fact that it's patently clear that the commie, cuddling, muzzy-loving, heinous Obama, the Kenyan cartel had and still have one purpose, and that one purpose was, and it still is, to overthrow the legitimately elected President Trump. This was, and it still is a coup to take down a sitting U.S. president. But the D.C. cesspool, with its deep state players like the scurrilous and scandalous Sessions, Jeff Sessions, he without a patriotic spine, Jeff Sessions, who would put his D.C. cesspool elitist club ahead of upholding and enforcing the laws of the Republic for which he is supposedly our top leader. The FBI and the DOJ, headed by useless Sessions, need to arrest the likes of John Brennan and throw every page of the book at him. The crimes that Brennan has committed are numerous and are obvious to any ethical and moral being. This vile vermin's hate and rage and defamatory behaviour where he attacks, attacks and attacks tells us all about this germ. It tells us more about him than it does about anything else. He has and he is treating the US as if it's some second or third world backwater. It is shocking and yet he runs free. Brennan is overpowered from within his hateful carcass by bitterness and by hate that we the people put Donald J. Trump in the Oval Office at the very least. John Brennan needs to never, ever hold an official government office position, and he should be put in prison for his treasonous acts. At the very best, this heinous, communist, and Muslim mongrel Brennan, he needs putting to death. This master of manipulation, the former head of our CIA, must be held accountable for his crimes. Now, most of you may be aware, but, you know, today Brennan was one of the most severe critics of Trump's press conference with KGB Putin. And the left... And the anti-Trump people have used it to the maximum. Brennan said that President Trump was nothing short of treasonous in one of his most vitriolic tweets. You know, guys, the more this pig Brennan squeals, the more Brennan retaliates against Trump, the more he seems to be unhinged in his provocative outbursts. All I can say is this. Keep going, President Trump, because you're right over the target. And Johnny Boy Brennan is now experiencing a major stomach upset that is going to cause an anal leakage into his baggy briefs because Brennan is scared witless. The one thing I picked up from today's presser was the hint, the nod, and the indication that both Trump and Putin had words on this Clinton-Obama coup. And Brennan, as the previous head of the CIA, would be well known to KGB Putin. You can believe that, if not before today's meeting, but certainly after today's meeting, Trump has got enough on Brennan to string him up. Trump talked today about the rogue server of Cankles Clinton, and that tells me that a lot more was discussed today. And you can take it to the bank. Putin knows, and Putin's got copies of the 30,000 missing emails that Cankles had. And as with Brennan, Cankles and Brennan have breached the Espionage Act. The DNI director, criminal clapper, and Brennan, they used a secret supercomputer called the Hammer, which was monitoring and tapping Trump during the election. Brennan's supercomputer, the Hammer, was used for illegal wiretapping, and tapes on that computer accessed Trump's place a zillion times, according to a general. Tapes on that computer accessed Trump's communications a zillion times. The CIA under Brennan should have been listening to the enemies of the U.S., not patriots like Trump. They should have been listening to people who are the enemies of this country, not U.S. citizens ad nauseum. Violation of the Espionage Act. Loretta Lynch is in there. Obama's in there. 
Susan Rice is in there. They're all in on it. And that's why Brennan and the complicit and corrupt mean slime media are screaming and shrieking and continuing to claim that Russia colluded with Trump's election campaign. Everything that Brennan was and is associated with, and in particular, his supercomputer, the hammer, along with Obama's string puller and the, and the buffer between the piece of shit Obama, Valerie Jarrett, and the intel thugs like Brennan, they're making this Brennan right now frantically hyper. They're making him frantically hyper because Trump has got the goods on him, I'm telling you. Trump continues to shake the tree and the fruit is starting to loosen and some of it's starting to fall. And for we the people, Brennan is now our cowardly traitorous thermometer because as the water heats, our cowardly cur Brennan is going to squeal even more, just as he did today. Brennan continues to show the extent of his guilt even more than previously by his ongoing and his increasing vile protestations. The noose is tightening. Thank you guys for listening today. Thanks so much for taking time out of your day to be part of my day. And whether you've been in live in chat or just listening in archives, thanks a lot. I appreciate it greatly, regardless of how much of a deplorable that you are. If you back President Trump and his agenda, then in my mind, you guys are okay. You're simply the best. You guys are the best, but we certainly cannot rest. We cannot sit back, get out there, get active, be proactive and be confident, but never be complacent. Sitting back watching events unfold isn't an option, guys. Be acutely aware of the vital importance of the 2018 midterms. The GOP are useless, are the enemy within. We must get behind President Trump. We must push him and his team over the goal line. Punch hard in your own way, in your own sort of way, and volunteer, speak, and door knock, and write, email, use your social media, phone, write, or visit your elected elected reps. Whatever takes your fancy, just make a difference. But believe me, you can make a difference. Check out a clip on SoundCloud called Operation Dynamo. I mean it, guys and gals. This is no time to coast. Lift yourself, lift your pace, lift your spirit, and lift your mates. Lift your buddies and connect with other like-minded locals. This republic is way too special to allow it to be violated and defiled by evildoers and haters of our constitution and our amazing president. Get energized, get out there, go for it, my patriotic brothers and sisters. Really go for it. God bless you, God bless your family, and God bless the USA. I've got to be a little bit curious on this. Where in God's name are you going? Where in God's name are you going? Where in God's name are you going? We're taking our country back. Left alpha, you can't stop. you got to keep going. Keep going, sir. i got traffic. It's about to go around. you got to keep moving the airplane. Please taxi. Please taxi. Please taxi.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.